Greetings and welcome to Living at Your Finest podcast, a podcast devoted to helping women to live at their finest health and personal development in the midst of the continuous demands of life. I'm your host, Dr. Babalola, aka Dr. Babs. I'm a board certified family physician and the founder of Living at Your Finest. Have you struggled with your health and personal development? Thought that you might have finally figured it out only for it to come tumbling over? Or maybe you're just that person that wants to learn how to consistently live at your finest health and personal development. Well, this podcast is just for you. We can triumph together on this journey of health and personal development as my guests and I share valuable information from our personal experiences and professional background using an exciting framework, fun, fundamental, and faith-based. So I hope you're ready for some candid dialogue. Hello, lovely to be back living at your finest champions. Welcome once again to this episode. I am really thrilled and honored that you are visiting back for our new listeners. Thank you. Step right in. Make yourself feel at home. I am really excited about this episode because I have a lovely colleague that I found on Facebook. (laughs) I'm really excited (laughs) to connect with her. We have so many things in common. So I'm really, really honored that she agreed to be on the podcast. But before we get to that, I want to just say thank you. Thank you to all my listeners. I've seen a few of your reviews on, um, you know, on iTunes, and I'm really, really grateful. Thank you for encouraging me that you are connecting with what, you know, we're, we're saying on a daily basis. So thank you so much for listening, not just listening, sharing, and also leaving the review. But enough about that. Let's get to today's interview. I cannot wait to speak to Dr. Nicole Perrat. Now, let me give you a little bio about her before we invite her to join in. So Dr. Nicole Perrette is a physician, mother, and entrepreneur who went from barely surviving to striving and enjoying life again through a mindset change and a side gig. Now, we've heard so much about this mindset change. There's a lot to say about it, so we can't wait to hear all that she has to say. She practiced medicine for 15 years and a hospitalist for 11 years. After several years of trying to do it all, mother of beautiful twins, a wife, an entrepreneur, she took a mindfulness course for physicians. This is definitely something we all want to hear about. So without further ado, (laughs) let us welcome Dr. Nicole Perrat. Thank you, Dr. Babs. It's an honor to be here. Thank you for that wonderful introduction. Thank you. The pleasure is all mine. We are here to help each other, to learn from each other. So before we dive in, is there anything else you would like to add to that beautiful bio? Maybe you want to tell us about some new products, um, projects that you might have in the works? Oh, yes, we could definitely talk about that, but we could, I'll leave that in to us as we talk more okay, as the show awesome. goes along. That's great. Well, let's go ahead and talk about your health journey. As you know, the title of the podcast is Living at Your Finest. And when I refer to Living at Your Finest, I'm referring to health, our personal development as women. We tend to feed to others. We help others when we, you know, we put ourselves on the back burner. So I would like to hear a little bit about this, your journey, and why did you decide to take a mindfulness course? Um, What was going on that led to all of this? We would like to hear a little bit of you know insight into that journey 
Right. And so it was a journey that was in the making for quite a few years because I had been enjoying myself, living the single life, enjoying random trips, um, exercising as often as I wanted, which pretty much was about five, six times a week because I was an avid runner at the time. I did a lot of half and full marathons and it pretty much was my hobby, was my passion. And without having anything as it just became what I did all the time, but that all changed once I got, I had kids. And essentially I realized that I couldn't keep doing that. But also part of the problem was that a lot of uh, um, women develop a uh, symphys pubis dysfunction and most women, it, resolves post-pregnancy without any issue. But I tried to go back to running and I just kept getting injured. I kept having pain, I kept hurting and I would have to stop, 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 stop. And this went on easily for over two years before I realized that maybe there is something here more going on than, than I was paying attention to. <laughs> At this point, I'm already, I mean, exhausted, dealing with twins and everybody just trying to teeth at different times, sleep at different times. Nobody wants to do what they're supposed to do on schedule, plus work full time. So it was just everything piling on. Oh, wow. <laughs> and so around this time, our program, they offered a mindful course. And um, one of our local doctors here in Atlanta, Dr. Jill Weiner, she was the one who conducted it. And it was pretty insightful because it was more on meditation and finding that time every day to mm. take this time to step back and just be present with yourself, decompress. And it really had a very good common effect in terms of stopping, looking around, <clears throat> excuse me, reassessing what was going on and starting to say, hmm, maybe I need to start paying attention to these little things on a daily basis instead of running around like a headless chicken, <laughs> just like go, 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 go. <laughs> I mean, I often I can relate. That. I can oh, yeah. relate. <laughs> we can all relate. I mean, on the surface, we're all looking nice and calm. Yes. We're like, we're, we're, like, we're having it all together. It's all together. And then on the surface, we're just yeah. paddling furiously trying to keep mm -hmm. one foot in front of the next. Mm -hmm. And so, um, that was um, when I started paying attention and, and that is when I got into the mindfulness and started looking at different ways to recenter myself, regroup, mm -hmm. try to find that person who was there running all the time, doing everything that I wanted to do and not really feeling like I was at the back of the line, under the pile, smashed flat on the ground, <laughs> all of those things mm -hmm. that we could all, all, all relate to. Right, right. Wow. That, I mean, this is so relatable. I mean, as women, we, we, we feel our worth, our self-worth is in all the things that we're able to accomplish. Be the best right. mom, be the best wife, right. <laughs> be the exactly. best physician. Exactly. Then we, you know, you know, I, I'm sure you've heard, we say all the time, the physicians are the worst patients. They so are. We'll take care of ourselves. <laughs> and for you, you did that for two years and kudos to you for the marathon. I mean, I, I've just gone half. And that day when I did half, when I was wrapping up the half and I saw people continue to run for the full, I said, bless your heart. So <laughs> kudos to you, you know, so you, tr you did all of that. And not until two years that you paused and said, you know what, let me check myself out. Right. And, and I'm glad that you did that because that 
gave you the ability to reset and and pay attention to the possibilities of what could be you know living it living a better life so i'm really glad i'm curious about how long that course was though for was it a continuous thing how, how did it run in your in your at your place of work right so it was actually a two-week course okay. but it was held over four half-day sessions Okay, okay. And so that's where the journey began. That's mm -hmm. where you were able to regroup and recenter. That's yes. amazing. Definitely yes. something I can, I, I mean, that I encourage all of us to pause and, and look for those opportunities for self-reflection. All right. Well, can you speak to when you discovered what you really needed? Because you, you discovered it and that must have opened the doors for other things that you possibly could change or modify. Can you speak to what those successes were and some of the challenges in getting to? I mean, because again, as human beings, we're used to doing things status quo. So I can imagine that there might have been some you know like hold back so can you speak to that what you know how, how did it transform and transition over the course of the time for you right right and you're right um a lot of times when you're doing those self-reflection you find that you're seeing things that you probably had not seen in quite a while mm -hmm. and as a result of what we go through as physicians in terms of training and day-to-day -day experiences there's a lot of self-doubt that comes in and there's a lot of questioning and second-guessing yourself. And so once I started that journey, I had to dig deep to remember where I was before and start saying, this was the person who got me here, this can happen again. And mm -hmm. so that meant trying to do as much learning as I could. And so I have a commute that we live in Atlanta and the community is easily 30 minutes without traffic, an hour plus if traffic is there, <laughs> although that's no longer the case right now with COVID. Yeah. But right. at the time, it made a huge difference in terms of making that time valuable. And so I dug deep into self-learning with self-help books and listening to a lot of audiobooks. Okay. And I started listening to some of the coaching podcasts. Okay. And those things helped me do a lot of reflection on some of the limiting beliefs that I held about right. myself right. and dig deep to see what was it I needed to do to change. And so I realized that I needed to not be as afraid of doing things and not being afraid of being out there and being able to feel that I, what I have to offer is valuable. Those are all things that I realized that somewhere along the line, I lost it and so those are all things that i started rediscovering again and as a result i started moving on the journey and learning more and more and more okay very good now i, I like that you said that you know you took advantage of traffic atlanta traffic time because <laughs> that's a lot of time you can either stress about it or find something to occupy your time uh, so i i hear you sis i hear you i always have to that's where i listen to my podcast as well so yes, yes. i've decided i'm not fretting about atlanta traffic anymore you <laughs> so can't afford to do that so yeah so living at your finest health so i can only imagine what this brought you away. Can you give us some examples of when you now got to that place of reset? Examples of how you were able to incorporate it into your lifestyle and how you were able to integrate it into your practice? Mm -hmm. So several concrete examples is 
finding a business side gig. Um, I was not looking for one, but it pretty much landed in my lap and it's not something I would have necessarily done, but I, I grabbed it because it held my interest. It was travel and that was something I had enjoyed a, a lot immensely. And so I said, okay, why not? But that meant doing a lot of things that were a little bit outside my comfort zone. Um, I had to stretch myself, um, talk to people about things about, and we do this in medicine all the time, yes. difficult subject matter, um, you know, budget versus places and that sort of thing. And just being able to offer people what they wanted, make them happy, take the stress away, as opposed to, um, that was one example. Another example was also just digging deeper and actually finding little things I could do every day. So being grateful, practicing gratitude, making sure that I am planning what I want to do on a regular basis. So I'm not running around like a headless chicken and trying to figure out, oh, this project needs to be deliver tomorrow. Oh my gosh, this is something that I totally forgot about. So just getting better organized and making sure that I'm able to stay on top of it and thus reduce my level of stress. Making sure that I incorporate exercise regularly as opposed to whenever I said, okay, let's give it a try again. And now it's like, okay, I don't feel like it, but just gotta go. Just do it. <laughs> just do it. Right. So those are some of the concrete things that I started doing to, yeah. to, um, to move forward. That's amazing. So that state of mindfulness got you to the place where you were very strategic about what you were doing. Mm -hmm. I like that you said the side gig, so that tapped into some creative juices and you it enjoyed it, made it you... Did find some <laughs> pleasure in life that's amazing yes, yes. and then you talked about planning purposefully so you know you know what your purpose is in life because you've done that self-reflection and you're planning it in such a way that you don't feel like you're turned everywhere and that's sometimes believe me that's how i felt um prior to COVID or even in the midst of COVID before I decided, okay, not already. I need to figure out what do I really want and do it. And, and that goes, you know, even when my kids are trying me here and there, I tell them your emergency is not my emergency. And they're like, what does that mean? Mom? I'm like, listen, I, COVID, thanks to COVID, I've been able to, you know, everybody's home, bound home. So I'm like, I have done self-reflection and the kids are looking at me like, okay, you're in some deep funk right now, but it's, it's doing me some good. So I like that you said that and then exercising regularly. So I'm curious about, you know, with the, with the injury that you had, how are you adapting exercise? Because I'm sure our listeners are also curious, you know, you've done marathons, half marathons. How do you live at your finest health now? that you have um, you know the injury which I, I figure by now you, you know you've done some therapy but how do you exercise do you is it as tolerated or is it modified and do you still find pleasure in, in exercising oh yeah so I still um, find pleasure in exercising okay. in fact I call it my happy space nice. and it has to happen five to six times a week for me to maintain that endorphin nice. flow and maintain my mood. I think that's what I've found. And so, yes, I did a lot of therapy and this is something that we do where we tend to put things off. Yeah. I ended up having to do therapy for quite a while because I put it off for so long, okay. but um, I'm still able to run, okay. but I, I only do short runs now, maybe three, okay. four, maybe two, three miles. Right. But my focus now is more doing elliptical and beach body on demand exercises. I've been 
focus mainly on those two. And so that is usually what I do on a regular basis. And pretty much I've built it into my schedule. I look at my calendar, I say, okay, this week I'm doing X, Y, Z, 7 a.m., 3 p.m., where that, uh-huh. this is where it's going to happen, and this is where it happens. <laughs> yes, that's and lovely. So I've made it a must. That's good, you. I, I love it. I mean, living at your finest, you would just be ex- that example of that so everyone needs to model Thank that you, you, you have you. it. You know even how much exercise you need to do to get that endorphin rush so that you can't have it any better than that. So to your own be true, right? To thyself be true. So you know you're not copying the next door person that decides to go marathon every day, no. even if what works for you. It's not you know what gets right you. <laughs> exactly. So that's the message. That's that's do what you know, works for you and keeps you healthy, keeps you strong. All right. Well, let's change gears. I want to talk about some teachable moments and thank you so much for sharing all that you have so far. Now, what would be your most important lesson that you would share about health in general? What would be, so you've had this journey, you, you know, you had that period where you were doing a lot and you needed to pause and Thank God you had the opportunity for that mindfulness course mm-hmm. that you took the start of the whole journey for you. What would you say to listeners will be the most important health lesson for them? I could think of two things. And one would be practicing gratitude. Okay. Every day. Yes. And that spills into everything. You're able to appreciate every little thing that is good despite uh, all of the knocks that we endure during life and the other thing is you just have to keep doing it and it means just putting one foot in front of the next (laughs) and you just keep putting that foot next foot (laughs) because at some point in time it will stick yes Count your blessings, name them one by one. That's exactly, count your blessings, name them one by one. I like that. All right. What motivates you? What motivates you? Is there someone or people that just, because there are going to be times where you really just don't feel like it or go to work. You know, I've had times where I just woke up on the wrong side of the bed you know I wonder whoever came up with that adage you wake up on the wrong side of the bed you know then I don't feel like oh I don't want to go into work today but I just do it because I have to right I don't want to lose my job but amazingly once I get to work when I see my patients it always just it just brings back that joy to serve but I need to get out of bed and, and get in the car so I'm curious for you what motivates you what keeps you doing the things that you've already outlined to us and so for me it's my kids okay nice. i mean they're at the age where they're still adore me they think i'm the best i'm the greatest <laughs> thing since sliced bread <laughs> and they have a lot of energy <laughs> and uh-huh. so my thing is i want to i want to stay up i want to i want to be able to um not feel tired exhausted i want to yes. be able to enjoy them i want to be able to be present and enjoy them for who they are with their different yes. personalities. Um, I want to be able to participate physically in the stuff that I do, run up and down without feeling like I'm going to die in the process. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I hear you. And so yeah. that's pretty much what keeps me going. But I also know that I will be happy with myself. Mm. 
mm. when I get it done because I wouldn't have to look back and go, oh, I didn't do this again. Oh, mm -hmm. what's wrong with you? And start yes. beating myself up. So it's a combination of the two. Yes, that's great. That's great. Right. Now, what do you think are some of those barriers, though, as women? You know, we are strong women. We can tackle a lot. Um, but what will be some of those barriers that you've either noticed in your life or you've observed in other women? And how would you recommend or advise or admolish women to get over that hump? And so, yes, we tend to do that. We tend to try to be everything to everyone and do everything. And we end up hurting ourselves in the process. Um, we need to remember we need to put ourselves first. Plain and simple. Yes. Because you can't serve, help anyone from an empty cup. You need to fill mm -hmm. up your own cup first. Same principle on a plane. You need to put on your own oxygen mask before you're putting the oxygen mask onto someone else's face. That's right. And so that is key. Making sure, <clears throat> excuse me, making sure you're a priority. But also delegating when you have to. You don't have to do everything. Um, everything doesn't have to be perfect. Everything doesn't have to get done today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are things we're all guilty of. Yeah. We want to get it done now. We want to make sure that we're the ones doing it because it's never good enough per se. But sometimes <laughs> good enough is good enough. It doesn't have to be perfect. Yes, yes. And that's something I am still working on. So I hear you. Thanks for sharing that. Uh, you know, I, I've learned in my personal development journey that I need to delegate. Mm -hmm. You know, I tend to be a perfectionist and having three kids and a husband, I'm learning. I cannot keep up with my OCD no. tendencies. <laughs> I have to just once it's done it's done whichever way it's done it's done because if i don't do that i'm going to stress myself out mm -hmm. and i have been stressed and i've had issues from stress <laughs> symptoms of stress so yeah we definitely need to learn to live at our finest we need to be able to delegate we need to be okay after we delegate mm -hmm. and not go that back in <laughs> so yeah so that is really key that's very very um relevant Thank that is you so true not that. going back yes. and trying to oh, fix yeah, the not stuff. Going back because i've done that i you know so yes we need to remember this yes all right well we've come to the part where we fill in the blanks and so i'm going to start with the first question please feel free to answer in one or two sent you know sentences or if you just want to give me words that's fine okay. so the first one to me health means uh health is physical mental and emotional well-being. Amazing. Mm -hmm. What is your one million dollar health tip? Practice gratitude. <laughs> it nice. really does. Yep, I, I really do think so. It really does spill over into everything and it has a ripple effect. Right, nice. Now, out of these three options, which one would you rather do? That's, that, that's, that's, that's how I'm going to coin it. And it's very interesting because you like your travel, you're a side gig, you do a lot of travel. So travel is one of them. I would say, would you rather travel um, to, um, you know, an island or would you throw a party, like, you know, a big party or would you go for a health retreat 
So there are three things there. <laughs> a health retreat, but everything they're going to talk about is all things health. Now, be honest here now. <laughs> what would you rather do and why? So I'm torn between the travel to an island and the health retreat. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm definitely torn between those two. Okay, okay. Um, if we could incorporate the two of them, that would be perfect. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, there's a way you can do it. You can still travel for your, for your, to the, you know, to the, the island and, and then listen to health videos. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. But if you go to a health retreat, you're not sure that you would, um, you know, go. You're going to be on an island. Yeah, yeah. but okay. I agree. I know. I'll go with the island. <laughs> go with the island. Yes, because yes, I know you like to travel. Once um, it's yes. really safe to travel, I can see you. Oh, yes. Again. But yeah, yes. but thank you. That is amazing. Now, I would like to give you an opportunity as we wrap up to please tell us a little bit about where our listeners can you know reach out to you about you know your travel agency and, and just anything else that you would like to share sure sure yeah so um, my travel website is www.nasontravel.com and that's n-a-s-o-n-t-r-a-v-e-l.com and i'm on facebook and linkedin and I would love to connect with your listeners as we're all going through this wellness journey together. I think we all need to just pull together, help each other out, and try to get each other to that next level of wellness. That's absolutely right. We're in this together. We triumph yes. together as champions, women mm-hmm. champions. And, mm-hmm. and men, if you are listening to, we're not excluding <laughs> you. No. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Nicole Pert, for just this candid dialogue. Thank you thank for you. being um, just vulnerable with us. I wish you the very best in all your future endeavors. Um, I really appreciate it for being a part of this. Um, thank you so much the show thank you thank you dr babs it was my honor yes and to our listeners thank you for staying tuned even to the very end i i bet you've gathered a lot of nuggets just as i have and the goal is to put it to action right um the show is for us so that we can live at our finest health and personal development so until next time remember you need to live at your finest you deserve to and you most certainly can achieve to live at your finest health and personal development. Take care, God bless, and see you next time. Thank you so much for joining us on this week's episode of Living at Your Finest podcast. My hope is that you've been empowered to take actionable steps to living at your finest health and personal development. For more in-depth content on best practices to ensure that you're living at your finest health and personal development, come on over and follow me on Facebook and YouTube, Living at Your Finest with Dr. Babs. In order not to miss an episode, I highly recommend as well for you to subscribe to my podcast and either my website, livingatyourfinest.com, or the various podcast outlets. And please, while you're at it, Don't forget to leave a comment on the impact the episode has made on you. And of course, share with a friend or two. Till we meet again on the next episode, let's remain triumphant together. Because we need it, we deserve it, and most certainly you and I can achieve to live at our finest health and personal development. God bless.